Welcome to the Wealth Studying Podcast. This is episode 342. Today is October 16th, 2021. I'm your host, John Pagliano. I'm also the founder money manager at investablewealth.com. Well, hey, I just wanted to come to you today with a real quick episode. I received a lot of comments from people that in a previous episode heard me talking about owning stocks that other people hate, right? That's the contrarian investing approach. That's a style that I've used for years. It isn't that I only use that method. Uh, Essentially, it is a buying on the dip type mentality because you're buying things once they've gone out of favor, when other people don't want to own them. That means the price has come down. Usually from a charting perspective, it means that the price has come down. And depending upon what type of a stock it is, you know, the price could have dropped down to the 50-day moving average or the 100-day moving average or the 200-day moving average or whatever. It varies from stock to stock because they all have their own personality. But buying the dip, being a contrarian investor, buying stocks that other people don't like, things that have gone out of favor, it's not the only approach I use, but it definitely has been something that I've used throughout my investing career because it fits my personality. That's the key thing that I want to talk about right now. But before I start telling you about Verizon, which I think is a stock right now that is out of favor and could be at that contrarian buying point. But the big thing I want to emphasize here is the technique is less important than the fact that you consistently apply it and do it. The problem that I see with most investors is they hear about something, doesn't matter what it is, you know, a secret algorithm, some type of a stock tip some type of a particular trading method, whether it's trading options or futures or using Fibonacci numbers or whatever it is. They hear about this method. They get all excited. They get all hyped about it. They go out and try it. And after a couple weeks or three months or six months or whatever, it doesn't work. They give up on it and then they go try something else. So what they end up doing is they buy into the hype and then they either sell at a loss or sell at a stagnant price because they don't have the discipline and the patience to wait until their method works. So the big takeaway in all this is that you want to stop looking for rainbows and seeing the grass is always greener somewhere else. Find something that works for you and then just stick with that and play it out. Okay, now specifically, the stock right now, or at least one of the stocks right now that I think is hated and potentially at a good buy point is Verizon. Now, I've owned Verizon for a number of years. It's one of those stocks that I think is almost like a utility in the fact that it has a very low probability of going out of business. It has a huge customer base that isn't going away anytime soon. And yes, the price fluctuates. It goes up and down. But if you watch it when it dips and you try and buy in on one of those low points where it is right now when everybody seems to be hating it, then eventually it always turns around And it may be three months, six months, 18 months. It's hard to say exactly when that rise in price will be. But pull up a chart of it. Look at it for the last five, 10 years. It always has that sawtooth pattern. It'll come down. It'll hit a low point. But it always goes on to eventually put in new highs. And the key in all this, specifically with Verizon, in that it is like a utility stock, and it has a very slim chance of going out of business, the important thing here is is that this is the kind of stock that you want to park money because it pays a significant dividend. It's almost at 5% right now. Now that is unheard of when you're talking about ultra-safe money that's you know sitting in a checking account or a CD somewhere. 
So you take that money that would be parked somewhere for safety, and instead of buying a CD or putting it in a savings account, you buy a stock like Verizon. And I'm getting ahead of myself here, but let me stop right there because you don't put all your eggs in one basket. You don't put all your money in Verizon. You put some in Verizon, and then you look at the S&P 500, and there are other stocks in there that are in a similar situation. They're out of favor. They pay a substantially higher than average dividend. And if you're buying you know, 10 or 20 of those, and as long as you don't put it all in the same industry, meaning so the money isn't all in one stock, but it's also not all in one particular industry group or one sector. You know, For example, you wouldn't put all your money in AT&T and T-Mobile and Verizon because they're all pretty much in the same business. So you pick 10 to 20 different stocks and maybe five or six different specific industries or sectors of the economy. That way you have broad diversification. You're buying on the dip, which doesn't mean that it won't go lower, specifically in terms of Verizon. It's right now sitting at about $52. It's at about the middle of its chart pattern going back all the way to 2016, which means that it certainly could go lower, but it's in a really regression to the tight mean position right now. And to give you some idea of that, back during the major COVID crisis back in you know March of 2020, Verizon only dipped down to about $48. And it's at $52 right now. So I'm not saying it won't go lower. Shoot, it could go to $35 for all I know. But from a regression to the mean standpoint, when you compare it to its moving average, it is broken down and is below right now its long-term, say, you know, four-year type moving average. Go back over the last 10 years or so, and you'll see that, yes, it does tend to happen to the stock. It does dip down below that long-term moving average, and there's no telling exactly where the floor will be. But if you're patient... It always rises back and goes on to put in a record high. And so in the meantime, while you're waiting for that to happen, you don't freak out. You don't panic. Even if it goes lower, you collect that dividend. You take on that risk knowing that it could go lower, but you wait. And eventually, there's a high probability that the price of Verizon will not only go back up to where you bought it for, but it will more than likely, if the patterns hold out, it will probably go on and increase by another 10 or $15 from where you bought it at, if not more. And a $15 increase from where it is right now would put you close to, I don't know, close to a 30% rate of return, not including the dividend you're, that you're collecting while you wait. Now, again, I want to reiterate, this is not as safe as money in the bank or in a CD. Verizon went through a long, drawn-out collapse in price back after the dot-com bubble, and that could happen again, but there's a difference between Verizon today and Verizon back during the dot-com bubble, and that's the valuation. Right now, the forward price-per-earnings ratio on Verizon is under 10. If you look at the forward price-per-earnings ratio or the S&P 500, in general, it's about twice that much. Now, again, Verizon doesn't have huge growth prospects. That's why it's more like a utility stock, so you wouldn't expect it to have a price-per-earnings ratio above 20, but remember, it's under 10. And so even if the stock comes back into favor and investors start piling into it, they could take that price-per-earnings ratio up to a very reasonable, say, 15 or 16. The price of Verizon stock could easily jump to the high 70s, you know, if not $80 a share. But again, I'm not even banking on that. If I was holding Verizon right now at this price level and it just stayed flat for the next year, 
I'd still be getting nearly a 5% dividend, and that's on relatively safe money, and that's far beyond anything I'm going to get in a savings account or a CD. So, hey, there's just an example of a stock that right now I think is pretty rock solid. Everybody hates it. It's likely at a good buy point. And while I don't know what it'll do in the future, I've applied this exact same strategy to owning stocks that were in unloved sectors like the banking sector, like the energy sector. And while back then everybody hated them, I bought them, I collected a dividend, and now look where Goldman Sachs, JP Morgan, ExxonMobil, Chevron, those type companies, look at how they've appreciated and how they also, over that period of time, they still paid a nice dividend. I'll tell you another stock that's not a dividend payer, but it's hated right now. It's not something I'm ready to pull the trigger on, but I like Facebook, and if they keep driving the price down on Facebook, then I will definitely add that to my portfolio as well. Well, take it for what it's worth. That's my thoughts, my opinions, and more importantly, my positions. Well, hey, as always, thanks for listening. Until the next episode, this is John Pagliano wishing you the very best returns.